Welcome to the DevReady podcast, where we're helping non-techs build better technology. Today, we're lucky enough to be joined by Jules Brooks. Jules is founder and owner of Handle Your Own PR, and also TV host of She's the Boss on Ticker TV. Thanks for joining us, Jules. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And off the back of a phone call uh, that uh, we got introduced and uh, welcome and came into the podcast. We so did. Really for, I, a, a guy that yes. I know that um, yes. Red Gum Technologies. Yes. Right yep. Yes. Yeah, so from yes. one tech to another, and <laughs> yes. I believe me, I'm not a tech. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a perfect person to be on the podcast. Excellent. So, Jules, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and how Handle Your Own PR came about. Okay, so I had, um, gosh, I don't even know where to start, but basically I started a PR company um, because I got a PR client before I had a PR company. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. I met, you probably guys haven't heard of him, but there's a, a very uh-huh. well-known um, comedian called Mark Mitchell Mark who had a no, character called know. Con the Fruiterer. Oh, yeah. And yes. Con the Fruiterer was quite um, <laughs> successful and well-known. <laughs> yes. And um, he met me at a party uh-huh. with a friend who does PR, uh-huh. didn't realise that I actually had a graphic design company at the time, okay. and said and rang me two weeks after we met and said, Jules, they're bringing out a Best of Con the Fruitery DVD, uh-huh. and we really want you... And I, I've told them that you're the best person to do the PR, and I kind of went, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done PR before, but it was, you know, yeah. there was money, good money dangling, yeah. and yep. I th- so I rang all my mates who uh-huh. did PR and said, yeah. how about you do it? Yeah. I'll take the job, you do it, I'll uh-huh. do all the client-facing. Uh-huh. And they went, no, 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 too busy, I yeah. think you should do it. Uh-huh. So I set up a PR company teaching myself how to do PR, basically. Wow. And okay. then I brought in staff who were friends who were uh-huh. worked in shops, and, and there was a waiter, and there was a phone selling person, all sorts of different people, and I taught them mm-hmm. how to do PR. And then the GFC hit, so mm-hmm. the global financial crisis in 2008, yep. and our clients really started peeling off. Mm. In a recession, PR stops being a I'd really important thing for people. Right? Mm. Um, and so I guess I was kind of looking around at what was happening in the rest mm-hmm. of the world, and mm-hmm. I came across a website from a woman in England who mm-hmm. was selling media contact lists okay. and telling people how to go directly to the media. Mm-hmm. It was just a really simple page on a, you know, back in the days, God, it was... 2003, mm. so it wasn't a slick yeah, website at all. Yep. But I remember thinking, oh my God, that's really clever. And if, if there's one thing I know, it's that the media desperately wants content and, and really loves innovation. Mm-hmm. And that um, these people had fantastic stories to tell. Mm. And really, if they couldn't afford me, I should just show them how to go directly. So okay. that's really where it all started. And so I, I registered Handle Your Own PR. We built our first website. Mm-hmm which I think I had done for $200, mm-hmm. and it was, I would say, conservatively 20,000 words. Uh, so it's a lot really, of explanation, yes. <laughs> and then we were selling media contact lists uh-huh. at $3,000 each. Because okay. I kind of had the logic of, uh-huh. if you're paying three grand a month and someone gives it to you and you can do it forever, mm. then of course $3,000 are going to be fine for a media yes. contact list. Mm-hmm. So there have been quite a lot of <laughs> iterations along the way. Okay. Yep. Uh, so that was our first website. I think within a month we realized that wasn't going to work. Uh-huh. Um, so then we had another website built by another company. Yes. And what we did was we made much more about the media contact list, much uh-huh. less um, copy on there. Mm-hmm. And then what we did was we went to a CRM company and got them to bolt their CRM, CRM on the back of it. So mm-hmm. that was the first time, I guess, that I even had a vague idea yeah, of how was. websites were yeah. and what a CRM was. Yeah. Yep. Um, then after that, we I built another website, which uh-huh. I thought looked gorgeous, that was again selling media contact lists. But by this stage, 
rather than making them cheaper, we just broke them into smaller amounts. So you could buy oh, 20 okay. contacts mm-hmm. for, you know, I don't know, I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was, $150, $150 or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it was all very bright and colourful, and that started to have a bit of traction for mm-hmm. us. And then around 2012... I decided that I didn't want to do PR mm. for anyone anymore. Mm. I really just wanted to focus on the teaching. So my business partner at the time said to me, you have made the biggest mistake. Um, but I said to her, you take the agency. Yeah. I'm going to go with handle your own PR. Uh-huh. And I kind of muddled on for another year or so. And then um, in 2014, I decided to take the plunge. I sold my house. Oh. I know crazy, no no entrepreneur (laughs) should really do that, but I know lots that have, and uh, put the money into the website, again, not having, you don't know what you don't know in technology, and that's, I guess, my biggest Mm -hmm. learning, Mm -hmm. and so I had employed these guys, we were doing a 20 grand build on a website, Mm -hmm. Um, we were 18 grand into it, so I was just about to sign off, and I met this other guy who was a digital marketing guy, and he said, what a pity you've you've gone so far down the road, if it was me, mm-hmm. I would have done it differently. And I said, mm-hmm. what do you mean? And mm-hmm. he said, well, I would have made it that people go onto the platform mm-hmm. and start writing their media um, releases and yes. build their media contact list all on the plat- all on, all on, online. And I was mm-hmm. like, really? Can you do that? Mm-hmm. And he went, yeah, yeah, you can do it. And I said, well, I mean, I've nearly spent 20 grand already. Mm-hmm. How much is it going to cost? And he said, oh, I reckon we should be able to get it done in a couple of months because you've got most of the content mm-hmm. on there. And um, I think it should be no more than about another 10000 <laughs> And I said, great, let's go for it. And $150,000 later, yeah. mm-hmm. he walked away halfway through the build. Oh, well, wow. okay. And he had employed people overseas to do it. Yep, yep. So I had no handover notes other than a couple of bits of gobbledygook that meant nothing. Mm-hmm. I had no money left. I had a platform that was really a liability. I couldn't put it out in Mm. public because it just had too many bugs in it. Mm -hmm. And I froze. I just didn't know what to do. (laughs) It's such a good story for anyone in technology. Like, I know what you're doing first. So there was no plan. There was no idea Mm. who had built what, how far away we were. This Uh guy had been doing the designing. Mm. So I didn't have a designer that could do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh So it was all a bit of a mess and I really didn't know what to do for about two months. And then I rang a guy. He, Uh I've been a judge for a lot of startup sort of pitch fests Mm -hmm. and he was a co-judge at an event and we just got on really, really well. And so I rang him and I said, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Like I literally, I've got three kids. I'm a single mum. Like, what am I going to do? And he said, I think we should do a really huge offer out to people Mm -hmm. and get some money in the bank and then we can use the money to... Mm -hmm build things. I'd had this business by then for what, four or five years. So I had a pretty good rep out there, Mm -hmm. but it was just Mm -hmm. not enough people knew. Mm. And so we did a huge mail out to the database, offering Mm -hmm. them a lifetime use of the platform for $400. Okay. And where I thought I might make a little bit of money, 80 mm-hmm. people signed up and we had 40 grand in the bank within three weeks. Okay. And that cool. kind of that changed cute. everything. Because yep. it proved yeah. the model. Mm. And it also kind of said to me, if things start mm. getting tough, you can do another sale. <laughs> There's <laughs> yeah. an option there, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, and those people really, I mean, I was very honest with them. I mm-hmm. said, there are going to be bugs. You're kind of like my test market yes. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will give you special offers before I give them to anyone else, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so that's what we did. And really from then, and, and my other absolute blessing was mm-hmm. this guy who is a VC mm-hmm. and an exit strategist had yes. started out his life as a digital marketer okay. and knew about websites mm-hmm. and knew intimately how to set up a CRM system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he then, God love him, and he really has been a blessing in my life, spent about 40 to 60 hours a week 
working on it for the next year okay, to well. get it right. So oh, we've well. moved it all into Kartra now. I don't know if you know that system. Um, no, we've did a huge CRM system in the back of yeah, it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kartra is a CRM mm-hmm. system yep. that you can build web pages on it. Okay. Okay. So we've mm-hmm. so basically we've got the SaaS platform sitting there with what used to be a mm-hmm. WordPress front end yes. that's now a Kartra front end that's mm-hmm. got this very, very mm-hmm. um, slick and clever kind of CRM system as part of it. And that's okay. about as much as I know about technology. <laughs> I've given it to you all in one fell swoop. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. So let's take a few steps yeah, back. Yeah, go, um, go for it. So you were building, what was the original website you were building when you said it was $20,000 budget? What were you uh, it, was, it was from scratch again. Yeah. I, I, see, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just said to them, yeah. I want it to be something. Uh, yeah. Having learned from what had happened, mm-hmm. I said it needs to be something that yeah. if you and I fall out, yeah, yeah. I can get anyone to mm-hmm. work on it. So I think that's mm-hmm. called open source. Yeah, I don't so really know whether it is. okay. But what objectives were you trying to achieve well, with that? Okay, so was what, that selling lists again or what was, what was the... The oh, at the time, I was mm-hmm. I was thinking that mm-hmm. I wanted to sell the media list, but I wanted people to be able to build their own. So I had okay. about mm, between three and ten, depending on how mm-hmm. active we call them, mm-hmm. journalists on a database. Ten yeah. mm-hmm. K, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all about one of the things that I had found over the years is that when people decide that they want to go out to the media, mm-hmm. they don't know whether they should buy a fashion list or a business media mm-hmm. list or, or whatever, so mm-hmm. really or they the want bits there. of some mm-hmm. of them. So I thought, well, okay, let me let people buy it, um, make, build them themselves. So that was kind of okay. where it had started, but I didn't... I. I didn't know how to brief them very well because yes. I didn't really know okay. what was possible. Understand. Um, so they yeah. started building a system that was going to allow people to come on. I don't know whether you've ever seen medialists.com.au. No, oh, no mailinglists.com.au. I think we might have looked at it's something a, like that one, one point in time. launched around the same time as me in 2008. Okay. I don't even know if it's around now. But, I believe you. You buy they, a list They had that, this right? sort of way yeah. that you could go in and go, okay, I want these topics by this state, mm-hmm. by this... Um, title, mm-hmm. yes. and I sort of thought, well, if people could say whether they wanted newspapers or web, you know, and then mm-hmm. they start going. So that was kind of the that the it would feed them along, and then it mm-hmm. would say, okay, I think yeah. on mailing lists it used to say, okay, you've got fifteen thousand uh-huh. contacts. How do you want to cull it down? And yes. you could sort of play around with it from there. Mm-hmm. So that yes. had been my idea. Okay, the, the concept was really about mailing lists. Yeah, and nothing to do yep. with the whole process. So what mm-hmm. we do now is we mm-hmm. take people from. Mm-hmm naming their campaign to building their media contact list yes. to putting a media um, release together and it's uh-huh. upload your logo here uh-huh. and put your headline yep. in here onto building your own media list based on sort of a, a, a way of guiding you. Mm-hmm. But it the, the other way, I mean, the other way, one of the things is that you download a list and so yeah. therefore you don't really need to come back. Mm-hmm. Or if you do... You might sell it to you. You might say to your mates, let's uh-huh. all go thirds and we'll, you know, share Buy it. Yeah. So I wanted to make people stick because I do keep prices really, really low. Mm-hmm. So I was really worried about people. Mm-hmm. T- I mean, in the early, really early days when I first did it, we used to, people could download an Excel spreadsheet and I was trying to find out whether you could have downloads that would expire. Okay. That yeah. was so new back in those days. But <laughs> it was like, can we do something so that, that, you possible? know, they, yeah. if they've only paid it, they get it for six months or something. Okay. So, yeah. So that was the thinking. So it was all about buying lists, getting access to the contacts you need yep. to publicise your media. And then, yep. and, and the, with the first one, mm-hmm. and then it was read mm-hmm. the page about how to mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why PR is good for you and mm-hmm. the four steps to running your own mm-hmm. PR and just follow the process. Yeah. It was more of a serve yourself model. 
it was definitely well i mean it is still in in a lot of ways but yeah Mm -hmm. it was very like that and in fact um a guy who did it who's now my boyfriend i remember went through the whole website obviously because he was a bit besotted with me and went through (laughs) the whole website and rang me and went well i don't know whether you want to hear this but i've now got absolutely everything that i need to run Uh a pr campaign i haven't had to pay a cent is that what you want (laughs) no really everyone would do what you do but yeah yeah, the reality was that um yeah i was kind of leaving it wide open but you yeah you don't know what you don't know (laughs) yeah that's that's a challenge when you walk into something like this you don't know what you don't know even don't know what the best approach might be that's right in the early days did you just take the idea from overseas that they were selling lists and thought that was a brilliant idea concept let's bring it here or did you contact some people ask some customers how did you approach it um, what did I do? First, I uh-huh. went to the woman in the UK and said, yes. I kind of like the idea. Do you mind uh-huh. if I do it here? Yes. And she said, fine. She was very much in that mumpreneur space mm-hmm. that was just taking off then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, we, we were doing a lot of, we just, that was when Facebook and, uh-huh. um, had started having sort of communities and there mm. were forums the out there. Groups, and yeah. I remember yep. there was, we were very much in the parenting space and there was a forum. I can't even remember what it was called now, but it was based out of New Zealand and it had, mm-hmm hundreds if not thousands of people that were in the parenting space running businesses and so I put a few posts up there saying this is what we're thinking of doing what do you think and we just got loads of feedback saying Mm. oh my god that's amazing that's just what we want in fact I've had that all my life (laughs) all the life of this business unfortunately people go that's great but they don't necessarily buy so (laughs) the process of trying to make it really attractive for people to kind uh-huh. of launch and, and give it a go yes. is very different. I love the concept of that and I love the theory of it. Mm-hmm. So you did some market research in the space for Facebook. Yeah, groups. very yeah. sort of anecdotal kind Get of it. going. Yeah. I mean, I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I guess, and I've learned the hard way that that's probably not right, mm-hmm. but I do a lot by my gut instinct mm-hmm. and I just felt like it was right. And mm-hmm. even when, my, when I split with my business partner with the agency and decided yes. to focus on it full time and she went... Oh my God, you've chosen the wrong company. <laughs> I was like, I just know it's yeah. right. And uh-huh. even to this day, you know, yeah. we still have it. We're still not huge, but I still know that yes. it's right. No, and there's no one else in the world doing it. Mm. That's yeah. a point of difference, right? So mm. if you can be unique in, mm. in this world, it's generally a better place to stand on than do what everyone else is doing. Have a hundred competitors. You don't want to yeah, do it's challenging though. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember when we when we launched mm-hmm. the SaaS platform, even I mm-hmm. because I'm obviously in PR, we got yes. lots of publicity. Yes. And um, when it hit Mumbrella and the Sydney Morning Herald, we got mm-hmm. a lot of pushback from PR agencies going, "It is irresponsible of you to be doing this." And <laughs> journalists are busy enough; they don't need to have it. And of mm-hmm. course, our customers or potential customers, mm-hmm. the small business owners were going this is awesome we love it but in the industry Uh i I, I don't know whether i made a few enemies and 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 a few journalists who kind of went you know we don't want to talk to non-professionals and i'm like well you don't have to go on my list yes yeah just ignore the system that's Mm. right right. so and then you had this digital this digital marketing guy how did you get in approached by him or did you approach him originally no i met him i met him at a think tank he was the digital marketing guru and Uh i was the pr guru yes and he had said to me that he'd tried the platform in Mm -hmm. with a previous client okay and that he really loved what i was doing and Mm -hmm. that it was amazing and i think Mm -hmm. i said to him under my breath that's great wish i could make some money with it and he (laughs) said oh i can help you there and that's kind of how we we hooked up at first yeah and that was it, was that the person that took you from the the problem to delivery? Yes. Yeah. No, well, yeah. yes, from uh-huh. the problem to halfway to delivery, halfway. I would okay. say. <laughs> so he basically 
came on board, said it will cost $10,000 to get you to X position. He thought roughly. He I thought mean, roughly, I, to be yeah. fair, it yeah. wasn't. Uh-huh. He wasn't quoting to do the work. Yeah, he was yeah. angling yeah. to come on board, which he did as an okay. equity partner. Oh, so he came on as a partner and then you worked on this together. And then we ended up yeah. paying him yeah. anyway. It okay. was sort of a really stupid <laughs> thing. And then when yeah. we ran out of money, uh-huh. which is for me, and mm-hmm. I guess I've bootstrapped a few businesses mm-hmm. now, I, I said, so now's when we roll up our sleeves yes. and... You know, have to yeah. put the hard yards in. He said, oh, no, no, I don't do that. If you don't have the money to pay people to do it, then I'm yes. out of here. Yeah, okay. okay. So they didn't want to get the back on the wall and basically yeah. fight through that. So now you've been in that, you're in a position where you've gone through, you've invested in the product. Was he managing and developing the product? Were you a part of that process? How did you well, s- a bit of both, bit I of guess. Both. So okay. he was working from home and managing people overseas and we okay. were talking four times a day about, uh-huh. you know, what they were developing yes. and what was happening and... Mm-hmm. Um, because the other thing is that if you, as developers and you would know, you know your stuff, but you don't know my stuff. So I I was spending a lot of time saying that's not the way that people do PR and, and, you know, we need to add this extra step because it's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing that if I rebuild, which I will do sometime soon, I'd like to do is I've made it that you go on and build your media contact list and then you write your release. I'd like to flip those steps. Okay. Okay. Um, just because I think intuitively that's how people do it, but that, yes. but I mean, it works as it is. But mm-hmm. it's just, you know, you learn it's things learning along as the way. you go. Yeah. Right? And I think we. But and and, and and there is something really weird when you. It's sort of like I mean, women and car mechanics as well. When you don't really know what's possible, and you uh-huh. don't know what's an expensive change and what's a not expensive mm-hmm. change, and um, in hindsight, I wish I had planned. We had planned the whole thing, but I just kind of left it with him. Mm. Yeah. Um, but if we had sort of said, okay, well, we'll launch with these pages and then we can yep. add these bells and whistles later, that would uh-huh. have been really good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but, but I mean, it opened up my eyes to a whole lot of apps that I didn't know were available mm-hmm. and a whole lot of sort of um, capabilities that I didn't know that you could do. I mean, mm-hmm. I really thought that something like this, I guess I probably thought it did cost about 100000 or 150000 but if someone had said to me that, I would have gone, no way in a pink mm. fit would I, would I have Started spent that money. <laughs> yeah. But yep. as you start going yep. along, you can mm. say, I mean, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think I probably overspent possibly by half. Mm-hmm. But if somebody had said to me, you should do this, but it'll cost you 75 grand, I still would have said, no way. Yeah. No way. So, so it's funny, probably, isn't it? It's it is. just that. But I would have paid two yeah. grand for concepts and four grand for this and three grand a week. You yes. know? But yeah. just laying it out there yeah. as a big lump sum would have terrified me. Yeah, when you're out of the area of your expertise, it's always... Overwhelming. Same with us and everything else. No, it's really the 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 crunch. I think you just have to really trust these people, Mm -hmm. you know, or this person that Uh they're making the right decisions. We find that's very easy to happen in the tech and software space because it's a very very specialized area. It is, and I think um, I think in his case, he loved all the new developments that were coming out. So Mm -hmm. when we ended up taking over the platform and going back into it, I think there was something like. 40 apps or something, 25 to 30 apps that he had plugged into the back end of which okay. we were probably using three or four. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, just anything, so there was everything a lot of subscriptions I was able to just cancel okay. so straight anything away. Anything new and shiny? Yeah, uh, yeah, get. totally, totally. Uh-huh. So, oh, you know, there's this widget we can do for chat uh-huh. box and, oh, I mean, God, if bots had come out, then we would have started, started all over like again. <laughs> you know, so there were okay. there, there was lots of things that way. And then 
The other thing that was interesting is that I meet people a lot through mm -hmm. doing my PR. Mm -hmm. So we got lots of opportunities. So we did get a free chat mm -hmm. bot thing, okay. um, whatever the technical term is for it. Um, and we got um, the use of some free software and stuff along the way in return yep. for me doing PR for them and things like that or helping them with PR. Okay. So that kind of helped. But if I had had an overall plan, I probably would have been able to go, oh, I know someone that could help us with that bit. Mm. We could do an exchange there or whatever, which I didn't know at the time. So... At the time, you're basically walking in to a development pretty much blind. You're saying, okay, yeah. we're trying to achieve this and let's just build and build and build. Is that yes. the approach? And then, that, yeah. Well, yes, in hindsight, that yeah. totally was the yeah. approach. And you had someone you were meant to be relying on who was meant to be your technical guide. Mm. Yeah. Effectively. Who, who, I mean, we did do one mm -hmm. of those disc personality things, I remember, halfway through, and I went, how strange. Look, both of us are almost exactly the same. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And we're both big, broad, yeah. shiny, creative, kind of exciting people. And I yeah, think yeah. in hindsight that yes. he was just kind of like yeah. getting bogged down in too much technical and wanted to move on to the next shiny thing. Uh -huh. Whereas I, I, you know, had yes. to end up becoming more <laughs> knowledgeable about things than I had thought I would. So you went through that process. You got to a point where you basically ran out of money. Mm -hmm. um, and now you're in a position where you've got a half a platform that's not really working. And you started reaching out for help. Yeah. Now... You mentioned you went, went to a friend. What did you do there? Oh, look, I said to him, I just don't know what to do. And uh -huh. as I said to you, he had said, well, let's mm. make some money so we can employ people to fix the bugs. Mm. So that was the main thing. So yeah. we once we got the money in the bank, we started in little steps. Firstly, we needed mm. to make it stable. Yes. Um, so we ironed out as many bugs as we could. Uh -huh. We communicated a lot with that great database of 80 people who'd mm -hmm. all paid and were kind of supportive. Mm -hmm. Um and we started slowly making changes and then using it. And then I run some training programs. So that was very nerve wracking because we yeah. decided we'd run some live events where I would bring in journalists mm -hmm. and we'd teach people how to do PR. Yep. And that meant that we'd have 10 or 12 people on the platform at the same time okay. <laughs> doing mm -hmm. the same thing, yes. which, of course, the first few, I, I used to have to bring a tech guy in because they'd Just go, manage it. you know, yeah. the photo won't upload or this okay. thing won't work or, this, uh -huh. or, you know, I can't change the text here. And I'd be like, I haven't got a friggin' clue how to help you. <laughs> okay. um, so I had quite, so I've been doing it for two years, those yeah. accelerators now. The first uh -huh. few were very nervy Sketchy. for me. <laughs> yep. um, on, just around not yeah. knowing, because the other thing was we ended up, taking the guy who developed the platform, the PHP yeah. developer in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. We've kept him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I would just say to him, look, I'm going to be running an accelerator. It's going to be Monday afternoon, so Monday morning. You know, like they're Make all sure going to get there. on. Be <laughs> yeah. ready for me to send texts. And I would be yeah. sending texts a lot then. Okay. Um, I remember the highlight of the, the bugs was when some woman who wasn't particularly friendly with us had downloaded a list of 1,500 journalists. Okay. Mm -hmm sent it all out to them, which you would never do in a pink fit, really. Sent yes. it out to all of them, mm. and it doubled up, and then it tripled yes. up, oh. and it started sending the same journalist over and over. the oh. same email, and then the same email. And I was, and then she yeah. contacted me saying, oh, my God, I'm going to ruin your reputation everywhere. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe it. You've destroyed my mm. um, reputation with journalists, all this kind of thing. And I remember saying, to, I was just like, oh, shit, shit. what do you do now? <laughs> And so yeah. I rang the guy firstly in yeah. the Philippines and I was like, whatever happens, stop it. Just stop it now yeah. and just close it down. So he did down. that. Yep. We've now got a cancel button on the website. But at the time <laughs> it was like, oh my God, trying to get hold of him. And, um, and I ended up 
saying to this woman, look, tell mm-hmm. the journalist it was my fault. So God love her. She was such yes. a cow. She went out to all the journalists, CC'd me in on all of them, saying yes. this is not my fault. Handle, handle your own PR. Takes full responsibility. Yes. Um, you know, they were the ones who were unprofessional. And I followed up all of them with an, oops, I'm really sorry. It yeah. was a technical glitch. Uh-huh. And all the journalists came back going, we understand. That yes. happens to us all the time. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it. Meanwhile, I had almost like, not slept for two you. days. Yeah. and. Yeah. So anyway, that, so learn the hard way. And I completely overreacted. I think I said to them, well, I'll give you the whole database. You can have it for free. Just, yeah. you know, get off my back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or at that, so, in that time, you're looking just to solve the problem and yeah. you can't yeah. solve it. It's done. And right? you've got to do it quickly yeah. when, when you know there are emails going uh-huh. out every minute. Yes. <laughs> and you can't get hold of the flood. guy. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a yeah, nervy but, day. So that was probably yeah. the, the worst part of it. That okay. one. And we had a change that happened in WordPress the uh-huh. year. So I had uh, split up with that guy in the September. We did the big campaign in the January. Mm-hmm. And so had some money in the bank. And I think it was February or March yes. that WordPress started going down every single day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was. So I mm-hmm. went back to the original guy and yes. said, even though I haven't spoken to you for yeah, months, yeah. can you tell me who who created the front end so I can do it and he said that'll cost you $750 if you want to speak to him and I didn't have the money yeah, and okay. I remember I was just like gutted yeah. I thought what am I going to do uh-huh. and then we got some we got someone off Upwork or something uh-huh. to have a look at it and said oh you know you're there's a new plug-in or something for work, whatever it was, something was clashing. Mm. But every morning I'd go on the website and everything would be gone other than a te- testimonial for a customer on each page and oh, that was oh, it. Well. I was like, oh my God. Uh, not the platform, I have to say. It was, it was that was website, the WordPress. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. because I'm yeah. a, a Neanderthal when it comes to technology, you're mm. only looking at the front of the website. Like, I don't yeah. care that the platform's there. No one can get to it because they're just going to go, oh, it's all broken. Mm. Yeah, so. So, obviously, had your challenges, clearly. Mm. Um, now, <laughs> in terms of number of years, so you basically started this out, what year? Into the building this new platform. The new platform yeah. was 2014. I think. Okay, and how long has it taken you to really? And get no, it must have been 2015. We launched okay. it in May 2017. All right, okay. so it took a couple of years to get stable. No, no. Right. So I must have done. I must have sold the house in 2014. Built okay. it in 2016, late 15, okay. 16. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a long. I, I mm. think that the probably the whole build. You know, in terms of the mm-hmm. basics, because obviously yep. I'm still working on it. But yes. um, I, w- I would say it was a year, maybe okay, 18 months. Okay, 18 months. Now, in terms of that whole process, if you were to go back, what would you approach differently? What would you do a little bit differently just I to shape the model? I would have a strategy. Uh-huh. I would have a plan uh-huh. with timings on it, like people normally do. Yeah. <laughs> I would, um, I'd have some costings again. Oh, I mm-hmm. don't know whether I don't know whether I would have costings against it in the, just for me personally. Yeah, they might scare you I off. I just don't know <laughs> that that wouldn't scare me off. But I definitely have these are the initial mm-hmm. steps we need to take. Mm-hmm. This is the plan. Um, I'd probably get it quoted from a couple of agencies. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, although I'm not, I, I am a big one for if you really like someone. Mm-hmm. That to me is probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If I like someone mm-hmm. and trust them, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously that has. Not always worked out the best, but it I still always kind of... work out the best. But yeah, you can but, sometimes yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, I look. Yeah. At, I mean, because yeah. to me, if I get three quotes, I'm still looking at three quotes of gobbledygook. So all I can yes. do really is look at the uh-huh. end amount, and the end amount, if it's different, I can't really uh-huh. work out what the difference. I mean, I'm not, is. and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that in hindsight, I guess you'd get maybe somebody to help you with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd be more inclined to work with a company, but I, mm-hmm. I and and look at different possibilities. But I definitely would have had a plan. Yep for what we're trying to achieve and how it might look. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I would have loved some wire frames and things. And we were kind of doing it on, uh, you know, he would send it to me saying, oh, I just worked up this last night. Have a look at it and I'll get the guys to implement it today. Okay. Kind of thing. Very, so, yeah, very quick, very active quick, development very quick, as yeah, you thought okay. of things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then he'd have built something and I'd go, oh, yeah. but I forgot to say that you can't do that bit until you've done this bit first. Yeah. You need to add another step in. And he'd go, oh, my God. And I remember there was this big deal that he had all the people follow steps as uh -huh. they go through the PR process. And mm -hmm. we had them all down the left-hand side of the page. And then he went, no, 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 I think they'll be better across the top, which has caused us all sorts of problems for mobile. So the other thing I would mm -hmm. say is think about what, you know, the execution and how it's going to look across all the different... Uh, platforms, platforms. Yes, and we had it, yes. we had it it was working really well on chrome but it wouldn't work on firefox mm -hmm. and had you know bugs in safari so i didn't kind of understand all that mm -hmm. i'd also have it tested mm -hmm. properly yes. by users before uh -huh. i went out and announced and to the world it. that yes. it was there yeah. get it there's a lot of things to consider that you wouldn't we sometimes forget about those yeah. things there's so many Heaps. boxes you have to check yeah. off and you're working and in reality you're working very agilely um, incredibly incredible. because, because yes. also technology is yeah. changing as yeah. you're doing that mm. yep. and mm -hmm. the expectations of your mm -hmm. customers change yeah. and then as you become more aware of mm. what bells and whistles you can add to mm. it you start wanting to add them you know and mm -hmm. then you and then you read something else or yeah. you see someone else's and you go yes. oh, that bit's really good i wonder if yeah. we could do that and you mm -hmm. know yeah, and it's so it it's on. even very hard for us to not jump onto the new shiny thing on every project. You have to sort of pay yourself back a little bit because yeah. we can get a little bit lost in our new stuff, but we still haven't finished the, the concept That's, of the core product, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think Anthony released an article about this, which is really about scope creep. Um, and in reality, what you're doing in that framework is you're, you're pushing your project and you're making it bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're moving the finishing line all the time. That's why things yeah. never get... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I worked mm -hmm. in graphic design for mm -hmm. many years mm -hmm. and I know that, but it's so <laughs> stupid when it applies to you. Yes. So, I mean, we would always go, yeah. okay, these are the concepts and, you know, mm -hmm. we can change them, but let's work within a framework mm -hmm. and you just try and bring people down to a pointy mm -hmm. end, but I didn't do that with myself. I think it's it probably a bit, seems a bit harder in the software space because it's very technical mm -hmm. and it's all over your head. So, you don't yeah. know what an impact no. something may have or if someone says something if that's the right thing I think or... the impact is really important I think mm -hmm. you really don't know whether if you were to change mm -hmm. that step from two to three yes. will that have it make any difference and you think well, all you need to do is just you know rename simple, it doesn't and it? they're yeah. going I know but I've just coded you know for the last three days yeah. this stuff that takes people from yes. step two to three and I've got to go mm -hmm. and you go oh my god yeah. you know so mm -hmm. and then other times I might say gee it'd be really good if you know people could mm -hmm. Put a video in there and they go like no problem at all we just mm -hmm. have to add you know dot mp4 or something yes, after some coding and i'm like yeah. so you just really don't know what you don't know yeah. it's it's mm. it's intimidating i think it's really assessing so one of the, the models that we use within our framework is really value versus effort and mm -hmm. it's really good and clear for people that aren't technical and a great way to look at it because you can assess um you might have a feature of function. One might be video. So what's the value to the customer? So how do you... Well, yeah. So what do you mean yeah. when you say value versus um, cost? How yeah. do you no, work out effort. what the value versus is? Versus effort. So value really is all about how it relates to the customer. 
So if a if a video is real, you would estimate a video on importance, but you wouldn't estimate the features in isolation. You might have a bunch right. of 20, 30 features and you base value based on what the impact is going to have to the So customer. how do you, mm-hmm. I'm just really interested yeah, in this, yeah. so how mm-hmm. do you work out, yes. because I have heard somebody else mm-hmm. talk about this as well, and mm-hmm. I've been surprised that mm-hmm. you've been very focused on the end user, on the customer. Yes. Do you research that a little bit once you know what, what in- industry somebody's trying to get into so that you can see, because I think that's fascinating and I, don't, I, I didn't realise mm-hmm. that companies did that. So if yes. I said to you, my customers are mainly 45 year old yeah. women that are, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, decided that they, you know, they've been made redundant or they've yes. started a business and they want to keep going, mm-hmm. you would go out and say, well, those kind of women are on these platforms. They love video. You they don't love video. Know, they don't know what they want, really? what they do. Other, so you can yeah, actually kind of, yeah, you yeah, offer so you guidance and advice. Survey people. And then we also would, if we're in, working with you, we would try and become as knowledgeable in PR as we could. Yes. Right. So then when we make suggestions or offer mm-hmm. alternatives, mm-hmm. we're coming from a, a place that makes sense, not yeah. just throwing yeah, things out randomly and saying, oh, maybe this would be good in PR. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the problem, when somebody mm-hmm. knows a whole lot of technology mm-hmm. and I know my my mm-hmm. um, stuff really well, yes. it's really hard to work out how to meld that together. So yeah. that's so really if you're great. working, So you do that kind of as an exercise before you even work out and that's really what, what it should look like? It really is. So the podcast is an extension of what we do. So yeah. it's really about educating people on all the upfront work that needs to be done. It is the strategy. It is the plan. It's ensuring that it's you, the stumps you're on investing the house and the floorboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're the investing in it. the foundation and the core. All product. the unsexy stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and an unsexy model. Yeah, all the unsexy stuff that delivers you that first piece That's of right. platform. That's right. That's right. And that value versus effort is massively important because if you're querying your customers and your end users and what's valuable to them, then you know where that stands and the effort can come from your development team saying this is what it's actually going to take. If you find that something's very valuable and very little effort, that's sim- simple yeah, to put into the product. It's no a brainer. two-pronged yeah. approach. You need to provide a value and we have to provide the corresponding value to be able to get a full yeah, picture. Right. We can't do all and, and you can't the, do all. Mm-hmm. And then what happens mm-hmm. when you finish? Because yeah. I kind of one yeah. thing I've learned yes. as well is that they're never really finished. They but, don't finish, no. Um, <laughs> but what yeah. if they're not getting any ca- any sales on the back of it? Do you then yeah. relook at it and say, okay, yeah. so well, there's something we've missed here? So in terms or of do the, you wait for the customer to come back or how does that all... In terms of sales, the sales become the, the product of the customer. So the yeah. customer or the client is responsible for the sales of the product. However, if there is a user problem and there's a problem from perspective of how they're using it, we generally use analytics to monitor how users are using it, the behavior behind the system. And you'll say they're dropping off on yeah, this thing. and, and you yeah. get an understanding of what's happening in the model. So you might, for example, you talked about a wizard within your platform. Um, you might have six, seven steps in your wizard and you might find that on step four, people are dropping off and not completing and we'll revisit and educate on why that is. Right. Talk to customers, talk to yourself and then to retweak that model. So it's a never-ending never and learning experience. In yeah. Really. And then yeah. if it becomes... I've, I've, which is another reason why you need to like the people that you're going to work Correct. with. Because rel- it ain't going to end. Yeah. No. The relationship is key. That It's yeah. a partnership. It's not a provider and value mm-hmm. yeah. relationship. Yeah, and, and I think that's probably yeah. something really important for anyone who's about to launch into this kind of space mm. to think about that mm-hmm. you are going to have a relationship with yes. these people forever, <laughs> really, as long yes. as you've got the platform, yes. probably. Yeah. And you want it yeah. to be forever. If it's not, generally something bad's happened. So the yeah. experience hasn't been great. They haven't been delivering. They've been building, spending too much money, potentially building the wrong things. Yeah, um, And that's generally when a relationship ends. If the relationship's ongoing for years... 
that's a great thing. That means you're earning money within your platform. You're able to reinvest into it, and you're working with the team that's helping you build that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that's that's a framework. It's all about relationship in the end. Um, we learned this the hard way. We've been involved in many products. They've already came about. Um, because we started seeing that customers weren't getting the uptake on products or the buying, right. and we started questioning why. Why is that? We've built a great piece of tech. The tech works. It all all was what they like wanted. Like it's it, yeah. yeah. But it what ticks they, all the boxes. Why yeah. isn't it working? But what yeah. they wanted generally might not be what they actually needed, right. what the customers needed in the first place to achieve the outcomes that they wanted. So it is a creative process. I think technology, I think people get stuck in the, in the, the framework of, Let's just build some tech. The nerdy side yeah, of it rather yeah. than the human. <clears throat> exactly. So the creative process is where you find all the little meat and all the little gold. Yes. Um, Asking enough I've questions. I'm in, intrigued by UX and CX because yes. I just think, I don't think I've ever yeah. worked with anyone yeah. specifically uh-huh. in that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that that is a yeah. very clever kind of um, yes. industry or not industry. It's a very clever tech mm-hmm. Um speciality to have mm-hmm. because it is because it uses psychology and yeah psychology into the play and what users are actually going to want to mm. follow through on mm. and how they're going to be engaged by and platform. it's even down to what size mm. or color buttons should be and where yeah. they should be on the page mm-hmm. and how long they should be before yes. they pop up and mm-hmm. all yeah. that kind of thing yeah i find it and if you're on like a, a good case it's study a science for, i know yeah. very little yeah. about if you're on a good case study on something like that read up on any sort of game that's right. being made because it's all about that how do you get a person playing the game as to, long as they can to spend yeah, as much right. money as possible. Yeah. Because there's no tool. It's not a tool that doesn't well, provide I'm, them any value. I think value. I'm nearly four years into Candy Crush, so they've done something. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're a great example. laugh at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're a great example. dollar business. Oh, more than more that. More now, yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you say? Multiple billions of dollars they've made. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a huge platform. and But it wasn't the first. No, Flight... flight yeah. um, what was it? Yeah. Anyway, I got the first one. Yeah. That, that flight connector or whatever yeah. it was from the company in Richmond. Yeah. I, so, I, kind of, I just remember them doing it and they made a million dollars over yeah. the first three yeah. months launch but, or something yeah. and I could not stop landing planes and helicopters. <laughs> it's a game versus any <laughs> other app. Yeah. An uh, app. An app, a game versus any other app, will be, a ga- the app will give you value or a tool to do your job or yeah, make right. you money. A game, you're spending your own time mm-hmm. and yes. your own money. It doesn't give you anything else besides entertainment. Yeah. So they really have to get that. To oh, the that's great work out. That's a really interesting insight, yeah. actually. Yeah. And we have I've had this chat on a previous podcast. Um, his name's Kerry G. And one of the things that he realized was how do we gamify with the platform we're building? Because that's where a lot of people are investing significant money and some yeah. significant return. Because I've heard the term gamify, but I didn't yeah. realize it, would, it could be used for sort of business. It can be used for anything. Well. Yeah, so normally it's points. It's making people stick. Yeah. And how do you then Simple like add form is points, right? points yeah. and levels? All right. Yes. You've completed one wizard and you've done one PR. You've got one point. Here's You're your now badge a, on the back. Yeah. Here's your little badge yes. on the website. Yeah. yeah, right. Or you're and a PR you master, now, you've got 10 of them. Then you get this, and if you continue yeah. later, you might get a little bit less. So, yeah, and then if you know, you've got like a group it. forum, everyone can see everyone's little badges mm, and they know what level somebody, of experience they have. I have to get somebody like that to look at my platform now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, it'll, 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 it it's should add value. Yeah, so back to your platform a little bit. So you've obviously built a platform that's working. One of the key things I saw, which was really a masterstroke, was getting people to invest into the platform before it was really live. Um, mm. Now, what, how did that decision come about? You mentioned you spoke no, to someone. No, it was live. It yeah. was live. It yeah. just had bugs in it. So okay. they were able so to use it usable. and they could see yes. the potential, I guess, because okay. it, mm-hmm. it's 
I mean, most people get on it. It's yes. funny, you know, you, uh-huh. you, I've, been, I've had yeah. it for so long now, all I see are the issues. But yes. people get on it yeah. and they go, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh-huh. And I yeah. go, really? But have you noticed that yeah. when you try and upload this thing here, it goes on upside down? And they're like, no. <laughs> no. And you go, and I'm thinking, why am I? You, it, we get That's... so fixated on yeah. little things uh-huh. that, um, yeah, that, that, that I think everybody kind of jumped on it at the time. Uh-huh. Back in 2017, there yes. wasn't anything out there for small business. There still isn't really okay. for small business owners uh-huh. to help them do PR. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. But what it solves on the one hand is that it's a tool, mm-hmm. is what I guess I realised. And yes. that if you don't have the education and you don't know what you should be telling the media, yep. then it's a bit hard. So, okay. um you know, I've spoken to some VC guys along mm-hmm. the way and the, they're very interested in the platform and very not interested in the training because they don't see the way that that has the global expansion, it's which I scal- do. Tra- but... It can be scalable and I, I think everyone's always keen on a SaaS product because yeah. a VC can get six, seven, ten times return on revenue in a SaaS product. That's, that's, that's yeah. the numbers out there. So wow. that is why they're keen on the product. So the yeah. tool, if you're delivering million dollars revenue, you could be worth 10, 10 to $15 million in value. Well, wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. So <laughs> minimum five, up away. to 10, 12. But I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. what, I, uh-huh. what I think now if uh-huh. I rebuilt is I'd probably yes. take some of the education which I've got in video form anyway yes. and start putting it into the platform. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that would work, but that's sort uh-huh. of my next iteration is bring it all together uh-huh. so therefore it's a it's a no touch kind of product from the human point of view and then if they want to there are mm. other ways they can do it but at the moment uh-huh. so when i first did it i used to go step one here's mm-hmm. a whole lot of content yes step two here's a whole lot of content then i've gone into now nothing so okay. step one build your media contact list is all intuitive uh-huh. the the content of what you send out to the media is the bit that stumps everyone well, they all go yeah. out wanting it it looks like an ad. How to formulate a response. Well, it's how to turn your business into a story that someone Mm. wants to hear about rather than Uh uh, you telling everyone how great it is that you've done such and such. And that's an art form, isn't it? Yeah, but it is. Well, it's, 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 uh, I don't know that it's an art form. I Uh actually think it's more of a process that once you learn how to do it, it just comes naturally to you, but you just need to be taught how to do it. Yeah. And art is a, is a process anyway. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's a very interesting point <laughs> you raised there. So you've got this platform now. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the vision for the business? What are you attempting to do? My vision, well, my ultimate vision yeah. is to roll it out globally. Okay. So I have got one in the US. My, mm-hmm. I had a business partner running it over there part-time. Okay. And she has now decided she wants out. So uh-huh. I've got the US sitting there yes. kind of like, and I'll keep saying to my business partner, should we take it down? And he's like, yeah. no. no. Yeah. So we just made the prices ridiculously expensive at the moment so okay. that we can um, sort of... I, I, so my idea is that I want it in Australia, yeah. England, uh-huh. um, India, yes. South Africa, and um, the US. Mm-hmm. And then I want to sell. And and yes. I need to have local media contact lists in each of those countries for it to work. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But other mm-hmm. than that, it, yeah. it and, and I want to crack the training somehow or other so mm-hmm. that I know that if we get somebody to do it, that mm-hmm. they've also got the means to teach people how to write in the right way. Yep. Um, but there, there's all sorts of interesting things. So, mm-hmm. of course, I've got a whole database of journalists. Journalists are literally just contacted saying, have we got your details correct? Mm-hmm. But I'm also very aware that in Australia and really around the world, but particularly in Australia, there is no real community for journalists. There is nobody mm-hmm. courting yes. the media. Um, so I feel like there might be an opportunity to do something with that journalist as well and okay. make 
So I'd like to do something with that. I'd like to get the education into the platform. But ultimately, as it is right now, I reckon I can still grow it. Mm-hmm. I just need more users. Yes. Um, I've now, I sort of identified that maybe the universities might be a good place for me to start mm-hmm. going. Okay. And coincidentally, last year, through a complete freak, met the Dean of the Vic College of the Arts and Melbourne Uni's okay. con- Music Conservatorium. Uh-huh. And I'm also on the advisory board for RMIT's um, PR course. And both those um, Mm -hmm. institutions are now quite interested in handing your own PR being a tool that they can hand out to their students, which has kind of opened up whole Mm -hmm. new markets for me where I'm kind of going. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. at the time I'd had a couple of drinks, but I said to the (laughs) dean, I said, I think it's kind of irresponsible to be sending students out there who are Mm -hmm. artists and painters and sculptors and they don't know how to promote themselves mm. because they're not easily going to be able to get a job mm-hmm. and unless yeah. they take off the least thing you could do is, and he was like i totally agree and mm-hmm. then at rmit i said you have so many courses that come out of this mm-hmm. where they should just know how to do pr you know that's mm-hmm. a free way for people to promote their business and they're kind of going oh yeah that's and then i go well let me show you the platform and they go oh my god it's amazing yeah. <laughs> and so it's yeah. taking off from there so i think i'll probably go really hard in the education sector yeah it's interesting it is Model, isn't it? probably something you never thought of so it, well it, it was one yeah. that i identified early uh-huh. on and thought you know how would you even get it in and i get wasn't it. sure how they'd use it mm-hmm. now i can kind of see a much clearer pathway mm-hmm. and of course the other thing is universities are yes. uh, all they've got people doing phds and masters mm-hmm. so they've all mm-hmm. done a whole lot of research and they need to get it published mm-hmm. yep. i can help them get it published yeah so the, that's become very interesting to them as well yeah the benefit is they can alleviate some of the training concerns you have from your end because yeah. they're an institution developed for so education I used to think mm. i used to think it was perfect for startups and it is perfect for mm-hmm. startups but startups just don't use it they just don't spend the money yeah okay. well that's yeah. been my experience unless they're at a certain level mm-hmm. so so i so so what's My the value changing in the product? Things, so things like that. the value in the product is I know how to now publicize yeah. their PR. It, the education is a part of the product. Is that an add-on to the product yeah. or the tool? Yeah. So the tool is getting you, the giving you the education you need to actually get your PR out there and build your yeah. brand and awareness. And okay. I have got some education mm-hmm. in there, definitely yes. telling you what to do. But uh-huh. um, uh, what I find mm-hmm. is that. I mean, if I said to you now, do you want to write a media release and send it out to the media? Yes. People get really nervous. They just get really, oh my God, what if the journalist yeah. tells me to get yeah. lost? Or what if they yeah. hate it? Or yeah. what if I ruin my chances? Yes. And I'm kind of going, if you're writing for LinkedIn, you should be taking that and sending it out to the media yeah, first. Interesting. You know, it's okay. that simple. And I think the perception of that is it's something we don't know. And the same with tech for you. It's of like course, you don't it's scary. know it, it's scary, yeah. it's unknown. You walk into a blind, you think, what could go wrong? Yeah. And you're probably judging one PR, they, don't, they might not And like people it. think it'll be like a current affair. They're going yes. to have people you know, chasing them down the street going, you are a loser, yeah. aren't you? You yeah. have ripped people off. Well, there's that <laughs> one website contacted us through LinkedIn. There was a where journalists request topics and people fill in the content themselves. Yeah, I can't well, what it's called, but yeah, we wrote an article for one of those websites. There are, there's a tech one actually. She's got me to write. And she does it all the time yeah, now. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. Do you get the? Yeah, it's some. I think you're on it. I can't I remember the name. But they put like four yeah. or five different people responses, or even more. Potentially, that's the one. Yeah. Well, this one. Yeah, I got an email every day. They're asking. They're so they're putting out a request from journalists or media agencies saying we need people with experience in blah. And you yeah, submit a request, a response. Yes, I think I've done a little bit around PR for yeah, them. Yeah, no, I get it. For that no, one. So. But I mean, I'm mm-hmm. talking about, I guess, you know, if you were a startup, then mm-hmm. to be in the Fin Review would be great. Yes. 
yes. um, how to get in the Fin Review. You need to work out, you know, how to do that. And I know I can, that's sort of the sort of thing I help people. Or yeah. I'd like to be on TV yeah. or I need radio interviews. So yeah. it's not about getting a, a, uh-huh. a bloggy... I mean, it's, it's getting lots, I guess. So I'm, I'm, I sort of say to people, if you can get 25 or 30, 30 articles published... Mm-hmm then you will own your Google page. Anyone Googles you, they will just see loads and loads of articles you've written underneath that have been published. Mm. And it just gives you that credibility. credibility. That's and, all, and also, like anything else, you can't do one ad and hope yes. it's that you're going to catch yes. lots of people. You've got to do lots of articles as well. But you guys should be doing it as well because you know a lot yeah, about stuff yeah, that yeah, people so don't know. Generating content on social stuff but not pushing it out to anyone else. Yeah, just else. push it out mm. to the mainstream media mm-hmm. because the more journalists that get fired and another 400 got fired on Friday mm-hmm. or 1,400 I think it might have been from AAP or will be, yeah. the more though the journalists that are left can't possibly write enough content so they rely Surely on people not. sending it to them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and you'd be surprised how quickly if you if you go to the like IT wire and people like that yep. would love your stuff. Yeah, supposed to give only your list. You know, but the yes. the trick for me <laughs> is a lot of people think about going into their industry media, mm-hmm. but think about where your customers are. So if you want to get yes. to someone like me, you don't mm-hmm. write in IT wire. No, no what about you know you write in, in in startup smart or yes. you write you know. So mm-hmm. those are the kind of things that I help people with to say, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the beer industry, then yes. getting it in beer beer weekly and mm-hmm. and monthly froth yes. is great but that's not going to get to your customers how can you get an article in uh-huh. woman's yeah. day or mary claire or the weekend newspapers or something yeah, like you don't that. want to be featured to your peers that's, that's right useless, yeah. well i mean Stop a lot of people do and then they go Woo-hoo, yeah. you know we've got a publicist and they're getting uh-huh. loads of industry media and you yeah. go yeah but are you getting your customers out of it mm-hmm. yeah well i think uh, there's probably a conversation we should have in another podcast <laughs> talking about how to do, how to really do pr to yeah, sure. grow your business i think um, we'll get you back talking a little bit about yeah, that no um just to dive in a little bit what the steps are understand a bit more about the specifics mm. of the platform how to write a pr article or whatever Sounds that may be perfect. i think it'd be great to actually talk about so in terms of um tech so clearly you're not a tech person no no you started out doing something with comdafutera and now you're here with a SaaS product that you're actually selling to the marketplace and have for the last yeah. nearly three years three i years. guess how many users do you have on your platform um i knew you were going to ask me that yeah. see i'm not great on all of that those kind of stats i've yeah. had yes about 2000 okay, have so used it in the last numbers, yeah. say three yeah. or four years yeah, okay uh-huh. um in terms of but, but yes. in the end people want to know the paying ones yes. um i think we have got something like uh-huh. 300 okay so i don't paying. know something yep. like that so the, the but I, I make a out. lot of mm-hmm. uh, really the cream for us comes yes. out of running the pr accelerator and yes. of course they have to use the platform as part of that uh-huh. and then once i've taught them they get a year yes. to keep sending media releases out Understand. and, and okay. what have you so you got the the model yeah. is bringing them through and the, the education prices my god have changed mm-hmm. so much i mean we yeah. started off uh-huh. i think we started off saying it would be um, ninety-seven dollars a mm-hmm. month. Then we went up to no. Started off with three hundred yes. a month. Then went down to ninety-seven a month. Then uh-huh. I did three ninety-seven a year. Okay. I mean, talk about cha- chopping and changing. <laughs> uh, yep. Then we went up. Now we're at eight ninety, I think, for a year and two three fifty for a quarter. Okay. Something so it's like that. Changing. So how how did you ch- value your your product? Because that's something people hard. don't really know how to do. It's not easy. Well, especially yeah. when you're doing something that no one else is doing. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I good. know that mm-hmm. people are paying between three and five grand a month, yeah. roughly, yes. for a PR agency. So, how do you value it? Yeah, well, exactly. I started off thinking, well, if I teach, if you pay one month's worth, yes. you know, you'll be able to, mm-hmm. then, then it, it's huge value, but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem that way. So, then I made yeah. it really cheap. And, yes. 
Um, so I, I'm still, I would say I'm still testing. I think yeah. we're fairly close to a sweet spot okay. now. Uh-huh. Um, and the PR Accelerator program is $1,000 a month so yes. for 12 months, which mm-hmm. I figure is, so it's the price of three months of PR if someone else did it for you. Yeah, but at the end of it, you've yep. got a lifetime of being able to do PR, you know. Mm, yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I it's still, I wouldn't say it's an exact science. I know that yeah. I actually have worked with a guy who has a business called pricingprofits.com. Okay. Yep. Um, he is a pricing specialist. Yes. <laughs> and even he, I don't think, would know how to price something like this because yeah. it's just so weird. It's like, so the average small business owner spends about $10,000 on marketing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 80% of them are doing it themselves. Uh-huh. But then if you compare to um, an agency, they're spending 40 grand a year. So mm. how do you price in the, diff- in the middle of it? And, and I, I have found that really hard all the way through because people say, it's worth so much more. And you go, well, if it's worth so much more, why don't I have loads more customers on it? You know? Well, in, in your so world, you the target customer is probably not going to be the one that's paying the 40 grand to the PR agency at all. Like, no, well that was well that was a moment of yeah. clarity where mm. I went maybe I shouldn't be comparing it mm-hmm. to that, mm. but it's certainly mm. if you looked at what you might be spending on social, mm-hmm. five hundred bucks a month, thousand yep. bucks a month, that's about something right, palatable. For and obviously, out. yeah, and then obviously with your PR, once yeah. you put it on social, it kind of go, it's on steroids. It yes. just yeah. goes out so much further. It's more so. of an education problem. Explain yeah. to people this yeah. is what the benefit of this is. Yes, and, and how the it improves your current is your time. Yeah. So you know how much time am I going to have to spend if I'm going to do it, and yes, you know all that kind of thing. But and it's, um, being in small business and startup world, we generally don't have a lot of time. So, no. um, how do you? But then we also don't have money. So for a lot of people, so time, that's where I have that. My <laughs> dilemma for a lot yeah. of people is, yeah. uh-huh. are you prepared? But I mean, I now run the accelerator. Yes. So in two days, we do three months mm-hmm. worth of PR. So yes. you spend a year with me, eight days with me. Okay. You know, and you get some weekly mentoring online in your pajamas if you want to. Nice. As so, well. I think you've probably found it yeah. that basically the objective of your business is not the product or the tool. It is everything else around it that supports the customer through the journey to be able to deliver on the tool. Yeah. So if they don't have that education up front, they can't write a PR um, article, then they're not going to get any value out of the tool. No. So the tool is really worthless without everything else around it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess yes, unless you've come from a situation where you yeah, do unless you've got the understand. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. well, I mean, I sell yeah. ebooks with it yeah. and, and video uh-huh. sort yes. of stuff as well. But you but need yeah. some knowledge base there to build it. Yeah, the yeah. big mistake that uh-huh. everyone makes is uh-huh. I want to announce that you know mm. we've put on this new staff member or yes. or we've just taken on this new product, and okay. it's like no one's interested about mm. you. I'm interested in me. Yes. So if your customer's interested in me, what does the product do for me? Not mm-hmm. that you're having a sale mm-hmm. or that it's got five widgets attached to it it's, yes. it's what will the widgets do for me mm-hmm. exactly it's all about them yeah everyone, yeah every, no one perceives it but everyone really basically cares about themselves first of course. Um, yeah. we all do what's in it for us um, and then how do we impact others with that as well so but i think if we can let that go too there's some real power in that um, Absolutely. if you can actually let that go mm. it's why we put the, this podcast yeah, together slowly... it's about a free thing we're doing putting our marketplace we're obviously yep. getting some value for us but can we help one person, five people, ten people, save that three years, save that hundred grand? Um, as a and massive you will. impact. Yeah, and you will just you by will. sharing these stories. Yeah, and just yep. letting you know uh-huh. if, people, if people are out there yeah. thinking about doing a SaaS platform. I mean, yes. the one thing I would say is go and talk to somebody yes. who knows SaaS platforms SaaS, 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 and have yeah. a good conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then go away and write a whole lot of questions on the back uh-huh. of that conversation. Then go back and have another yes. one. Yes. And get an understanding of yep. it because it's they are amazing. 
Allow amazing and the ability to scale is huge if you get it right, if you niche it right, if you yeah. market it right. It's yeah. still business. Um, I think we build a tool like this and we some people get lost in, oh, it's a tool we'll put on the internet and people come and buy it. Oh, well, that, isn't that, never yeah, I happen. mean, it's yeah. that whole thing of yeah. we, we'll build yeah. it and they'll all come. Yeah. Was, yes. That was a real shock for me even yeah. back in, 19, in 2003 yeah. mm-hmm. when all these people had been saying to mm-hmm. us in forums, oh, my God, we can't wait till you launch. Yes. And then we launched, we said, go and have a look at it. And they all went, oh, my God, it's amazing, just yes. what we need. Uh-huh. And crickets. zero boys. In terms yeah. of sales, crickets, crickets yeah. you're going, hang on a minute. What's just, going on here? What are we doing wrong yeah, that, yeah. that you're telling us you need it and, and yes. we built it and you didn't come? Yeah, yeah. And, that's, but, um, and that is a challenge that a lot of people go through. Um, I think the biggest issue, and we've got a, pro, uh, a podcast, I'm not sure what episode it is, with Stuart Marshall around building SaaS products. Yeah, six. Yeah, is it six? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You've got a better memory than I do. And that, that leans into, it's not about technology, it's about how we niche it, how do we market it. In the end, um, in terms of just from where you are now, mm-hmm. If you went three three years back, what would you tell Jules of three years ago before you went on this journey? I would... Oh, that's a really good question. What would I tell myself? I'd tell myself that... Um, that it'll be the best thing that you could ever do. Like, I have yes. absolutely zero regrets, regardless of the journey and all the rest yeah. of it. It is uh-huh. easily the most exciting product mm-hmm. I've ever had. Yes. Um, it, it works beautifully, mm-hmm. so... I would say to myself, do it. Yes. Next time, choose someone different. <laughs> do it with a plan uh-huh. so that you know, you know where you because because you could probably and and you guys would know better. But yes. in hindsight, I probably could have released it in stages. You like could, it yep. could have done. It could have just been build a media contact list. Then it could have been here's a media release Correct. template. And mm-hmm. we did do it in stages, mm-hmm. but it was messy. We tried yeah. to do too much, I think. It wasn't a structured or process. Or it was. There was a yeah. delivery, right? And there uh-huh. was no sort of growth plan. There was uh-huh. no, mm-hmm. you know, when we are able to, we'll do this, yes. you know, or whatever. Yes, so yes, that's yes. What, one of the things that I would do. Okay. But I would also say it gets easier and better and more people are going to have them so there'll be specialists out there yes. that are going to mm-hmm. know <laughs> how to do it. Yeah. I also would, if I was telling myself, I would say don't, and only because of my learnings from don't go directly to Upwork or uh-huh. Freelancer if you don't know what you're talking about yes. because those yep. guys talk about needy, mm-hmm. you know, like they need to know exactly. Everything. I mean, I got I remember getting them to build the rebuild the front end of the WordPress site mm-hmm. and they did it in a live environment rather. You oh, know, lovely. Like oh, just well. little things. Like I didn't know to tell yeah. him, yeah. go and do it on a staging platform and yeah, then yeah, when, yeah. when I've approved it, uh-huh. put it up. So, okay. Um, yeah, those kind of things, I would say. And get a good team around you and, yeah. and make sure you like them because they're going to be around like family for a long time. <laughs> Brilliant, Jules. We'll end it there. Thank you for joining My us. Thanks for sharing Thank your story, you. your journey so far, and a little bit about what you're up to. And um, how do people find out about you if they really uh, They can go to handleyourownpr.com.au. Yes. So that's H-A-N-D-L-E-Y-O-U-R-O-W-N-P-R.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll put the links out when we post it. And don't go to the .com at the moment because that is the US site and Mm -hmm. it's just sitting there. Yes. Um, And also, yeah, and also I've got this sort of TV Uh show that that people can contact me or watch me talk to fabulous women in business on um, tickertv.com.au. Very good. Yeah, check it all out. And where are you socially active? I'm very socially active on LinkedIn. In fact, I'm very hard to miss, I would say, with anyone that's connected with me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Perfect. All right. right. I'm trying to master Insta. Then someone told me the other day about Pinterest, which I thought was dead. And I went on there Uh and went, oh, my God, there's millions of people on there. 
and TikTok is the other one where that's, that's I've just realised there's a how-to section. Yeah, yeah, you have to start making some dance videos. <laughs> I know, but we all think the young market's all the kids because yes. my kids are kids, but I think it's older than that. I think yeah. it's, it's... Oh, it's going to evolve quicker than some of them. Huge opportunity. Yes. At the moment, the, their how-to section, I, I read something that a woman had put up a post last week. She has 59 followers and she's got 65,000 views in, in two days wow. or something on TikTok. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's a good place to be putting some content. We'll take I think that. so. Yes. Thanks, Jules. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank in. you. Thank you.